When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Find inflation the old-fashioned way by spending less money. Check out the Hyperx store at Amazon.com to find great Prime Day deals on July 12th and 13th. Stock up on new gaming gear so you'll be equipped for the new launches and content drops. Mark your calendars and set your alarms. Deals like this won't stick around long. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Gaiden. In this season, we're playing through Okami. Oh. In our last episode, everything went wrong. It was not a great time for anybody. <laughs> uh, Himiko is dead. I mean, I don't know. The, uh, the, the commoner uh, quarter area of town seems to be doing okay. <laughs> they are unmoved by everything. <laughs> Whatever. Um, the, the funniest part is you go out and the guards don't even like nobody knows she's dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. How'd that dog get in here? Yeah, you're you're not supposed to be in here, dog. Get out of here. So what? Some bougie people um, got wrecked. Whatever. Yeah. So Himiko is dead. We met a a fox demon that we fought, and then it ran away and told us everything's done anyway you're not going to be able to get to oni island because it's going to disappear and the dragon demons are that you you, exactly the the dragon that would have helped us you killed so uh peace oh yeah i did do that and not only that like it's gonna the only way to know where it is was himiko she died so if you don't get to it today you're done Mm -hmm. yeah Right, this leads us to uh, have to go exactly to Watcher's Point. Uh-huh. Uh, and you can't stop anywhere. No. And the way that... So, this is the thing. So, you, if you try to go anywhere, uh, Isun stops you and is just like, we don't have time for this. Uh-huh. And then, once you get out into the field, an invisible clock starts that I didn't really think about. No. I didn't realize because uh-huh. this hasn't been an issue before because i'd been i didn't realize because i'd spent the last 10 minutes trying to like do anything other than go through the one door or exit or follow the path that eason wanted me to i tried to like warp there like with a mermaid coin or with a shrine and eason's like we don't have time for that i'm like i'm saving us time like (laughs) let me warp and you're like oh you can't you can't do that oh god In the oh. game world, warping actually takes 45 minutes longer. It's just you're passed out the entire time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, this, was, this was so weird for me because I assumed when they said, okay, this happens at sunset, that they were just going to stop the day-night timer. Right. And that it was locked for story progression. But no, it's not. Right. And, and you don't yeah, have enough time to, like, run to the wrong pier like i ran to the orca pier because i was like yeah you know the cape the pier whatever i'm sure it'll be fine uh and so like i got to the wrong one and was like oh yeah the the galaxy spinny one and yeah no ran out of time the moon crashes into the earth uh and then time resets to (laughs) when we first came out to the field and then isun does isun talks in a really weird ambiguous way when this happens yeah um and he basically says like oh i didn't think we would have enough time or something <laughs> like he, the way he says it is just strange yeah it doesn't it's not actually like reflective of like what just happened it just sort of like resets and he just sort of speaks in a way of like you need to go directly to the watcher's lookout like that's where we have to go yeah and you go there uh and when we get there Odahime is waiting for us. 
Uh, Orihime is the the current ruler of the the dragons, the the underwater mm-hmm. dragon people in the Dragon Palace. Yeah, no. Since we killed her husband. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I mean, technically, we just like you know euthanized put him down. her husband. He was already on the way out. <laughs> we put him down, <laughs> down to the bottom of the ocean. Either way, it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> Either way, uh, she has forgiven us because she's immediately like, "Hey, I can turn into a dragon." No, it's because uh, it's because her staff told her that he's at a, a dragon farm upstate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Odahime points out that she can also turn into a dragon. Uh, she doesn't need the dragon pearl either. She just has to pray to it. Like she just has to focus in on it. She doesn't have to eat it. Is uh, yeah. yeah. She doesn't have to actually like swallow it. She just has to like channel its energy. Um, and she does that. She turns into a dragon. Turns into a giant bridge for us to run across. Woo! Um, she does like when she does this. She does it in the air, and her head just sort of slams down and just like breaks its way through the force field mm-hmm. like probably just like really like messed up her neck i mean i guess how much of it is neck i guess is she like she's technically like all neck. <laughs> yeah you know at this point i think it's know. it's all spine so yeah <laughs> all neck all back all day you know um, whatever you want to call it um, so yeah and then like bites the the edge of the island like when you when we get to the other side um, just like this, like she's got sweaty marks and is holding on with her mouth. But, uh, we run across her back. We make our way to Oni Island and, uh, this leads into, okay. We have been calling certain things like dungeons and things like that. But like in general, this game is very straightforward mm-hmm. that when we get to areas, when we talk about dungeons and other Zelda games, it's this place that we can choose to go into. You know, there's things to do around it and all of that. But when you go into there, it's sort of its own thing. The way it is with Okami is everything is so um, linear. And even like the stuff that you do in towns can lead to the same kind of things that you do in dungeons. Uh, you, you, the, the key thing really at the end of these dungeons is a boss battle and potentially a weapon that we get at the end of it. Uh, yeah. Everything else in between, maybe you'll get a new constellation, right. or a new brush technique. Maybe you won't. But it, maybe you won't get anything that. else. We're not going in here um, to get something that will, you know, both empower us and give us the ability to continue on exploring. Um, right. Yet we might get something, but that's not like the point. It's not designed around that idea almost because it's just yeah, yeah just driving us forward i don't think there's a dungeon in okami that i so up until now that i wouldn't have called just a mini dungeon there's yeah. short set pieces that may have a boss but I, I, yeah, maybe that, the that, um the orochi one when we had to go i think yeah i was i was thinking the same thing the i think orochi's yeah, Orochi's castle. But only because uh, in length, and it, it felt kind of segmented. I don't, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I only bring it up because when we were talking about this beforehand, where if we consider this a dungeon, this is like the biggest dungeon that we've come across. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of... It, this also had like the most frustrating moment for me in this game, which is saying oh. a lot, I feel like, because okay. there are some some really frustrating moments. Uh, it has to do chasing a piece of paper, but yeah. we'll get to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to get to him. Because um, he's my favorite character in this game now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll, yeah, like I said, we'll get to it. Um, we get into here, and it is this castle surrounded by lava uh, that we... It's it's kind of strange. Like, you... you To keep going forward, you, you kind of have to do things that feel like you're just exploring. Mm-hmm. Uh where when we first get in there, there's it doesn't they don't even acknowledge the fact that there isn't like steps that lead up to the door. There's just this huge gap, and there's just lava going around the bottom, 
But, and as far as I know, you just have to like jump off the side and then just sort yeah. of swim to these platforms because you can't make lily pads in the lava either. Because the, um, the lava is, is ostensibly water. You can't make platforms in it, right? But, you know, you can swim, manipulate it, you know, whatever. Yeah, you can use your other wa- water techniques. Like you can make a lava spout the same way you can make a water spout. Mm-hmm. So After some, you know, messing around with it, you can, but... Mm-hmm. I, I had to do it like twice in a row each time to get lava spouts to work. Uh, but we we swim our way uh, underneath a bridge, like through like a crack in the wall kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then climb up this area. And then you we're can around go the, the other side. way too. There's just you know, uh, there's more treasure. Oh, there's treasure, yeah. There's nothing yeah. really to do. It, it's like exploring. The game does have this, like we say, linear path, but. It'll give you little places to explore each time, even if it's, I guess, just a room off to the side in this case. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, at the very least, this game does, I believe, have uh, a good economy to it where when you get treasure, it's still like, OK, cool. Like mm-hmm. as opposed to like I, I have sold uh, most of my scrolls that I get like anything outside of healing. I just sell. I'm yeah. like, I don't need this thing that says like it's going to do massive damage to enemies or something like that. Yeah, like, I don't need I can those. do that already. Yeah, I can do that already. I've looked um, into selling them, but I haven't quite done it yet because I have like half a million yen at this point. See, I was now we'll we'll get to it later, but I got over a million and I thought I was going to have enough for the Brown Fury. Nope. You need to. But we'll get nope. to it. You need to. Anyway. Um we go up in Oni Island. Stuck we uh, brown we, theory, man. we find the the entrance here, and there's just this like there's this like light bulb contraction with a a keyhole in it, and we get in there, and we're just like I don't know, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> like none of we have not been prompted with this kind of thing at all yet, so it was not clear exactly like what we're supposed to be doing here. I wonder if it's a keyhole. Yeah, we also fight if these you, um, guys with. There's two of them, and they've got like these stone things they hold in front of their face, and mm-hmm. they like sometimes pick it up and breathe ice or fire breath at you, and whatever. I don't know what we're supposed to do with them. There is a point where you can be prompted to slash them, and it can break their stone slabs. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, you, you just have to I hit could... them from behind a bunch, and then they get stunned, oh. and then you can break the mask. So. Oh, okay. So so it's basically all of do all of them Yeah, I don't know. We just have to attack the crap out of them now. To this get is why stunned. I don't spend much time talking yeah. about fighting monsters in yeah. here. It's still just like not that interesting. Yeah. Uh when we get up to this area though, there are, if you look on the map, a number of locked doors. Uh I want to say there's like four different locked doors on the mm. map there when you first get here. And we don't have any keys yet. So we do have to find a path that we can run through. And uh, this does introduce us to Toby. Toby! My best Toby friend. Is, Toby is sort of like a cursed parchment or scroll, I guess, um, that when you come up to him, he basically says that, like, you know, I you have to challenge me in order to go forward. I am the, I am the gatekeeper here. Uh, and I will only let you pass if you can beat me in a race. Excuse me, good sir. In right Might before... I ask what you're doing here? See, <laughs> so you put a voice to it. I didn't. That's I why mean, I come on. He's character. just so good. It's a scrap of paper. Do not dishonor me with such an unflattering name. My name is Toby. He just, he just was just charming and seemed nice, and I liked him. I'm glad you had a good time with him, Brian. I... I thought Evil it was interesting that he existed as a character. I also thought it was funny that they, right before you see Toby, there is a sign that tells you you're going to have to race him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it basically says, hey, if you haven't been dashing the like for the here's other three run. quarters of the game, here's mm-hmm. how you dash. And also, these are the rules. And Ethan remarks, oh, hey. Uh, these like monsters have rules and like regulations too. Yeah, which you'll say a billion times during this entire dungeon. But it is Every kind of funny to it. imagine. You know, the monsters are having a good time too. 
Yeah, it, it's got like a little theme park set up almost because they're like, hey, remember to be courteous to the other riders. Um, you know, don't wreck too much. It's like the rules are usually the same every time you read these signs, but or like, hey, it's going to change a little bit for this thing. But the third rule is almost always like, hey, don't leave a mess. For you know, make yeah, be courteous for the enjoyment uh, of everyone on On Oni Island, and it's like, yeah. yeah, it's a theme park, except you're just falling into spikes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're racing, yeah, uh, yeah. So we have to race Toby like seven times throughout this dungeon. Have um, to goodness, no. <laughs> <laughs> And the way it works is he's on a platform and you have to run over the platform. And as soon as you do, a, a, a clock starts ticking. And you can see sort of him floating towards the door, wherever it is. And so you have something to chase. All of these paths are just in hallways. So it's it's pretty clear where you're supposed to be going most of the time. I think there's like there's like two intentionally, the very last one so uh, so much, that you have to kind of figure out where you're supposed to go as this is happening. Um, with the last one being you literally have to like break a wall before you even know like where to go. Um, if you just like start it, you there, yeah, the, the, I think it's the last two or two of the last three, you have to bomb through a wall before you can, uh, complete. I thought, I thought we got through the gate. And then the bombable wall was just staring at us. And he was like, good, good form, sir. And I was like, yeah, hold on, Toby. I'll be with you in a second. No, Love you, no. But I got to do this. Because there's a, there's a vine flower on the other side of the wall that you use to whip yourself across it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I did a vine, <laughs> I did a vine flower, too. That one was the easiest one. Because you just, you did the It vine was flower once you figured it out. through the door. I mean, yeah, it was once you bombed it and saw the vine flower. Because oh. there is anyway, anyway. Yeah. And, um, I will say to this, to the game's credit, for the first two or the first two or three, if you mess them up enough, it makes it easy for you. Um, which oh yeah, I both loathed and loved this section because I love the variety. I love that they added this character in that you got to talk to, even though yeah. it's kind of a weird concept. <laughs> uh, and it's like oh we're actually doing stuff in this dungeon and there's new things and it's not just you know take five minutes to run down this hallway and then you're at the boss um but i spent the week before we played this section playing neon white and let me tell you that game <laughs> a yeah. lot better than this game does like going <laughs> yeah. from that to this even simple things i was like okay i'm just gonna hop over here and jump here and dash through the air, and it didn't work. So, yeah, yeah. Um, there is uh, one in particular that really frustrated me because, okay, as soon as I, every single time I came up to Toby, I would do the dual slash of slow down time before I even ran across his platform, and I was just slowing down time the entire time. That's okay. all I was doing. So to slow uh, the to slow the obstacles down. To slow him down. I think he still moves the exact same speed. If it's the way, down. the fact that you are saying that you didn't tells me that yeah, he runs at the same speed no matter what. Um, because it, yeah. it was it was like by a hair so many times. Yeah, I I don't think it had any effect time on him. Time. I think if you go into parchment mode, he will stop. But once once time, because I, I tried it a couple times and I'm like, no, that dude, not no, he's still running. I, I think it is helpful for the ones where you have to fight enemies, but yeah, okay. But I think that's just because it makes it easier to fight the enemies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I got lucky. So there, there is one that when you go into a room, it starts a, a battle, and I had to do that like three different times because I would beat the battle and waiting for the result screen. He was just yeah. floating by me, and he's like, "Nope, you're not gonna make it." And I'm like, "I don't need to know the results. You don't have to pay me for this fight. It's well, fine. Let's just move it. on." You fought well, but uh, nope, nope. You gotta gotta see. Your Wait, hang S on. Rank. Let me see. Uh, let's no. see. You did. Oh, very. Oh, nope. Sorry, it's too late. <laughs> uh, no. Well, well B rank um, won't get you there. There was one in particular that it just felt impossible that I kept. Like, um, it was one where they had the, the different saw blades on the floor 
uh, that you had to jump over mm-hmm. like one or two at a time, and that all one of this was stuff. Tough. That one was. That one might have been the hardest one for me. Are, and that was like talking a, about the like one the third or fourth was one. like the the saw. Like you were playing hurdles with the saws, or the ones where yeah. the saws were going back and forth. No, this the, is the one where they were just on the floor. The okay. back and forth one uh, kind of for sucked whatever reason because you had to turn your perspective around. You had to change the camera around multiple times, which one. is very annoying. But it was the first time I'd ever used the like the Zelda technique of get the camera behind the back because the game is always moving your camera for you. So I was um, like, oh yeah, I could, that button exists. I should use it. I didn't remember that that button existed. What mm. what I had to do for at least one of the sections was, um, the it was after the the saws on the ground moving back and forth, the one mm. that had the saws in the walls that like you had to weave through and turn around mm-hmm. the corner. Yeah, I essentially yeah. went back to the hallway beforehand and ran long enough that mm-hmm. I was doing the super dash, like the super run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did that for. Almost every single one of these. Yeah. Which, <laughs> That's, which that is was a hassle like... because you need to have enough lead time and then it's kind of hard to control as you're doing it. But yep. You still get it a little bit earlier. Get through that section. And yeah. uh, the one where the the saws are at the end or where the saws are on the ground, he kept beating me at the end. And you can basically make it so that if he beats you, you can... Um, you can dash into the wall at the end, like almost infinitely, and it's long enough that you don't fall into the trap at the bottom. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I had that happen to me on accident. Yeah, I had a couple where I got. I think he beat me, but I still got through the gate technically. So, I had one that I got like stuck at the bottom of a staircase, and the the trap doors opened and then closed, mm-hmm. and then I was like. Now I have now to we're... run all the way back again. Yeah. What happened? Like, just let me fall. I thought I broke the game. I totally did. There's, there's like a, a piece of geometry along the the edge of the trap door. And I was stuck there long enough that the, the trap door closed. Like, it opened and then closed back up again. <laughs> did I break the game? What do I do? Uh, and right. no, he's still waiting at the beginning for you. <laughs> oh, you ready to try again, old boy? So yeah, uh, we will meet Toby multiple times. He'll have multiple challenges. We'll we'll circle back around to him to see the end of his story. Um, so eventually, we do come across a new celestial brush technique. Uh, we come out into this area that is just like this crazy dark thunderstorm right. on this ledge on the outside of this cavern, and there is this statue of a tiger with a bow and arrow on its back, and it looks just so cool. Um, and we uh. Activate that by uh, bringing the the bolt back to life. It says, Isun points out that there is something missing on the bow. We use our pain technique. Mm-hmm. We get an electric bolt on there. It launches into the sky. And then we get a constellation do all that. This is where we meet uh, Geki, Gekigami. And uh, they are the god of thunder. And they are, yeah. they are, that is a cool looking God. You know, we come across some gods where we're like, oh, I like this one and all that. And it's just like, man, you are just, you're intimidating. Yeah. They, uh, they, I just, mean, we kind of like have a standoff a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, cause it, 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 they shoot lightning at us and then we dodge that and then, yeah, kind of like stare each other down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, uh, oh, cool. It's you. How you doing? He reminds me of a Metal Gear Solid character because he's just like, (laughs) we're on the same battlefield. Like, that sort of thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That was a cool fight we had, but... In any other time, you would be my enemy. (laughs) But today, we fight together. (laughs) Uh, He gives us the ability to, uh, to lightning bend like the other elements that we have had where when we see lightning, we can just drag it to something and we'll carry the electricity over to Huzzah. whatever. Uh, we get introduced to these uh, these these poles that are pretty much all made. I mean, they all they are all designed specifically to take on electricity. They will activate something. Mm-hmm. This will be just sort of a continuous thing. It is like very obvious. We'll even get one later where Isun points out something like, "I've seen a sword like this before, but not like that." I was like, "Cause it's not a sword." 
soon. <laughs> it's it looks exactly like the lightning poles that we've been using this whole time. Why That's, are you acting like this is different? Yeah, it looks like the lightning rods that we've been that have been on the doors and the chests and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we have more of this dungeon to see, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break and then we will see what is waiting for us on the rest of Oni Island. For every episode of No More Whoppers that you listen to, we will send you a 25 cent coupon for participating Kroger's. How many Kroger's are participating? None, but you're still getting the coupon. And it's like 25 cents in 1985 dollars. Right. So today that's like 28 cents. No More Whoppers. Take that to the bank and smoke it. On the HyperX Podcast Network and nomorewhoppers.com. Us. We're the Spirit Hunters, and we're a show that treats Hunter Hunter and Yu Hakusho's author as the center of the universe. Some weeks we do linguistic analysis. The Chinese meaning of this character is to smelt or refine, but so the changed meaning in Japanese it means to temper. Other times, we get absolutely smashed. So we take one shot every time. Yusuke uses the ray gun. One hour later. This is the least coherent episode. Sarah, you I think your apartment is haunted. Check us out at the HyperX Podcast Network. The secret word for today is boomerang, all one word, all capital. Go to the link in the show notes, enter for a chance to win a copy of Skyward Sword HD for the Nintendo Switch. Nowadays, if you have a cool idea for something, the best thing to do with it is to turn it into a podcast. That's what everyone else is doing. HyperX invites you to consider the HyperX Duocast. The Duocast has all the essential features an aspiring podcaster would want from a USB mic, with HyperX favorites like Tap to Mute and a vibrant mute indicator. It's compact and elegantly styled, perfect for situations where you want to put your voice inside your computer. Check out the new HyperX Duocast available at Target.com or shop directly at HyperX.com. All right, we are back at Oni Island. Uh, after we have the ability to manipulate electricity, we uh, do find a key, and it's an electrified key. And uh, this will also give us another ability where before, whenever we would pick up a key, it was just to take it to a locked door. But now with this electrified key, uh, we can not only then use that electricity to like take that from something to light one of the uh, lightning rods. But we also, this, now this I just think is weird. There are these platforms that when you have that in your mouth, they become lit up and they become solid. Yeah. And then if they don't, if you don't have it, they're just these like floating triangular corners. And it's just strange. It's a strange design. Yeah. I don't understand. I thought I had to avoid them. You would think, right? At yeah, it, it looked there like even Isun makes a uh, a mention of it being like possibly a trap, but it never is. So I don't know. I don't understand it. Maybe we just got lucky. Maybe there was something else to it that we did not get hurt by. But I thought it was strange. I don't. I don't understand why it couldn't have just been regular platforms. <laughs> uh, I don't think it necessarily it brought much. Yeah, there was. There's one. There's there's one part of the where you kind of. You, you go through it a different way. Like you have to go across the platforms and then you get a hint and then you have to mm-hmm. go back and go a different way. And I know it, it loops her back around to the beginning where there's an area yeah. in the, at the start where you couldn't get to because the platforms weren't there and then you can get to it later. But yeah, it, mm-hmm. he makes a big deal out of it and it's nothing. So. Yeah, there's also one part where you get to a, a drop and you have to let go of the key in order for the platform to like disappear underneath you so that you can go down below. Um, and then that just sort of like, I don't know, it's it's just a weird thing. It didn't, I didn't think it was yeah. interesting. It was right? weird. Like I, I felt like, why, why are we doing this? It was weird holding the, holding a, a, a thing that let us use electricity where we hadn't done something like that. Like we weren't, I get, did we carry around a bucket of water at some point so that we could use our water power in a different spot? It, it, no. it would be something like that. So yeah. I, I don't think, I don't feel like we've done anything like that in this game. So carrying the power up around, even like a temporary power up around is, I don't know. Weird choice. Either way. Uh, we also come across an area that is a, it's a big maze. Uh, there's a bunch of those 
paper sliding doors and they just go all different places. Oh yeah. There are these like red X's on these doors and it looks like it looks like blood. And it, you're in this area and it feels like you're in suddenly like this horror like yeah, themed area or something like that, but there's nothing deadly waiting for you there. It's just you get lost a little bit. I actually kind of like this as a ta- a spin on the whole Lost Woods sort of approach where you're just you really do get disoriented because there's so many doors and you're just mm-hmm. going like every which way but mm-hmm. the thing that was confusing for me is beforehand they make a big deal about if you read the sign oh don't try and bomb any of the cracks there's going to be cracks and walls and when I first saw the X's I thought oh okay they don't want me to bomb here I'm going to bomb yeah. here yeah, and then yeah. when I saw the walls that are cracked at the corners, I thought, okay, I need to drop a bomb here. <laughs> but no, it's just the normal yeah. cracked walls, not any of the oh. other cracked walls, just the normal they, ones. They say so. they say uh, the reason they say not to bomb the walls is because they change the maze from time to time, and they need to reuse them. And so, like, yeah, we have re- we have walls that we've been using for a while, so we want to don't break them. We want to use them again. And so, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was going to have to bomb one, and then I strolled right through it. Okay. All right. (laughs) Now, we do get to an area that the game turns, like, 2D, and it immediately made me want a 2D Okami Metroidvania, which, fortunately, we will be getting one that's inspired by Okami, by the uh, people that made uh, the another Metroid 2 remake, a, a... whatever it was yeah uh bc you shared this with us a while ago it's the the bow path of the teal lotus yeah uh, yeah and that's coming up so that should be out next year i believe i think they're aiming for 2023 on that uh so that's something to keep in mind but this area i really enjoyed uh it's just used uh it uses the the cat climbing in an interesting way and there's other stuff where like you can use your slowdown time if you want to on the rotating pa- on the rotating platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do still have to like keep an eye out for certain things uh, that'll lead to like trap doors or spikes in the a lot floor of those. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, this section was fun. I liked it. I, I I like trying to double jump my way past a platform and then dash bonk into the wall so like i bounce backwards or something uh like just just in time to get up there or something like that it was fun it it was dumb fun there's there's even some secrets to find in here too which Mm. were cool the the amount of variety in this dungeon is astonishing so even though the parts (laughs) like some of the races were frustrating and some other things were a little you know annoying the fact that we got to do this 2D section, which I also enjoyed, that we had the races, that we had such varied interactions with the environment was super surprising from a game that has barely given us a dungeon, quote unquote. Right. Um, so we we get through all of this. Um, we eventually... Uh, run into Toby again. We do some more races with him. They, they eventually introduce like the spiders in here too. They bring them back. Uh, there is one area that is, there's just a treasure chest. So it's totally optional, but you have a cat statue that you can draw along the side of the wall, not go, but going horizontally, not going vertically, Mm -hmm. but then there's also a spider hanging down. So you got to use the slowdown time to get around this thing. Yeah. And I struggled with it until I just randomly glitched through the spider and I was like, I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> just give me this treasure chest so I can move on. Uh, fortunately, as far as I can tell, no stray beads were on Oni, Oni Island. So even if you wanted to go and collect all those things there, I believe you're not going to miss anything out because I don't okay. think we'll be able to come back here. It doesn't seem like we could considering no, how I'm not Oni wi- Island is. <laughs> Yes, yeah. we will get to that, but I just wanted to to point that out that I don't believe I came that's, across a single stray good. bead, and I made a point to try to get every treasure chest along the way. That's good planning to be like, hey, don't don't hide any of them here. <laughs> we do eventually run into another blockhead, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and this time they talk about us in a way where we are referred to as the white demon of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we are known among the blockheads now because we are just wiping them all out. You know. So, Brian, I don't Did you Did you write down or note Toby's last words? I figured you would be oh. uh, really like um. holding on, t- like cherishing the the final moments you had with him. Well, I mean, he 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 announces that like this will be our because Toby. Okay, so Toby is is here. He's like a a curse seal or something like that. He's he's here to prevent people from, you know, beating up this place. Um, and but like partway through, he he starts like he finds something to live for. Like he he lives for the spirit <laughs> of competition, and like he lives for and, speed. You know, yeah. Yes. And like you know, he he respects our game because uh, you know he wants to see more. Like even though he's losing, he's like, "This is fun. I have something I want. I want to like live for. I, I want to see your amazing speed." And the last one, I don't know. It was just a single flower. Like he just he's like, "All right, this will be our final you know duel. I will bid you. I bid you farewell, sir." And then I drew a line, and it was over in half a second. But yeah, he he said like I have violated the precepts, and shall thusly be erased. So it is I who must bid you farewell. I shall now accept my fate for abandoning my duty as gatekeeper. He's like, don't don't worry. This was the life of my own choosing. Like you know, <laughs> I was born a servant of a mere servant of spirits. But you know, I found something to live for. It's like the scene at the end of the first Fast and the Furious where Dom flips his car. <laughs> finally like yeah they finally race for real <laughs> uh but yeah toby falls to the ground and turns into a single flower and then that flower just disappears because the memory can't hold that apparently and he says it i wish i had a bouquet of flowers it. to present to you at this farewell but alas i must part with you empty-handed please forgive me farewell good sir and good luck but this takes us to the the boss room or whatever you want to call it. We get we come to a big open area. Roof. Uh and we are we are looking up in the sky and we are just like, "Oh, look, there's a constellation." Uh Isun does point out that he's getting some creepy vibes from up here. But he also points out the... like, it, "That's so weird that we could see the celestial plane from deep inside this hellish nightmare. And I was like, dude, halfway up the building, we got one of these. Right. Like, it's We're even closer to the celestial plane now. Well, it's even spookier up here. And it's like Aurora Borealis. Yeah. Okay. This time of year. Yeah. <laughs> this location. Confined exclusively to Oni Island. Well, that, yeah, yeah, I guess it would be easier to see up here. Because, you know, yeah, that means that the, the atmosphere is... If Aurora Borealis is happening, the atmosphere is thinner. So, you know, there's less... I, uh... Way. I, uh, like this... I like this part because it does the... So, we're given the prompt of putting the stars in the sky to create the constellation. But the music is different throughout the whole thing. And it's really creepy. Mm-hmm. And when you finally do it, yeah. it turns into where before it would be this, like really uh glowing blue sort of uh figure yeah. and this time it is a it is and a, you get like, a red figure and you get this little um, like orchestral like like there's like this suspenseful anticipation of like good thing just happened and then it comes flying down and yeah no we didn't get that happy sound <laughs> no it's it we we i don't know did we need to do this it would 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 nine tails have just stayed up there if we didn't do that, or were were they I like mean, trying to trick us? Oni Island know? would have stayed here if we didn't do that. I mean, this is true. Yeah, I guess we are trying to take the the source of the the evil away. Um, but like I said, this uh brings nine tails down, who is the the creature that we saw before, and this is a nine tailed fox where each of its tails has a mask over its head. And it matches mm-hmm. up with the the dragon heads uh, that we saw with um, why can't I never remember its name Orochi Orochi, uh, Orochi. yeah and um, so we, this is sort of a at first I was like 
okay, so Ninetales is actually the like ultimate villain. But then Ninetales brings up Yami. Mm-hmm. Yami is apparently the true evil god. Yeah. Uh, and Ninetales is just a servant of Yami as well. Yami's, so Yami's the man here. So Yeah. Even even uh, with all the things that have, have led us to this, it's still not enough because there's still Yami that is the one that is responsible for all the, the evil things that are happening right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were made Lord of Lord of Ryoshima Coast. I do like the line where Ninetales like y- you needn't have come all this way just for me to kill you. I would have found and I would have found you and done just the same. So you know, whatever. You didn't have to come here to die. Um, we go through this fight here, and I want to say I liked this fight on paper, but then it's still fighting in Okami, so eh. it's not. As fun as it could be. It wasn't even like the the best boss fight. Like there there was like you you can you can stun it at one point and then it splits off into like kinda like the the Poe boss in yes. um in Wind Waker. But yep. like you have to sit around and, and wait a while for it. It doesn't seem like any of the other attacks can be parried or something. I don't know. No, because it it has a sword that looks just like the lightning rods that we saw before. And so when it pulls it out, you can drag the lightning to it. Now, what I did like is that this entire time, Yami can also counter your paint techniques. Oh, yeah. So when you bring that up, if you sit there for too long, it will just wipe away whatever you're doing. Yeah. So you have to be quick about this. You have a time limit on your brush. Um. And when you do that, it splits into little people versions of them, <laughs> uh, of e- each of its tails. It e- they each have their own sword. I feel like at first it was like overwhelming because you had a couple that were like at least one or two that were floating in the sky that were like shooting uh-huh. ranged attacks at you that were like homing on top of everything. And Brian, uh, I, I mean, we didn't do a weapon check in. I assume Brian, you and I are still using the glaive. I got power PC, glaive. you're on bead duty still. Uh, I actually switched to the glaive for this section because you both had talked about how cool it was. And I didn't think about the fact that I hadn't been getting glaive upgrades uh, oh, yeah, yeah. before this. It, it still worked <laughs> out pretty well. Um, I actually thought it was great for the the, the mini tail um, enemies because yeah. mm-hmm. there are like four of them in front of me and I three or four of them in front of me and I just hit them all with the glaive at the same time. It was great. It felt good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. At the beginning when there are nine of them, like they can, if you're not careful, they can mob you pretty hard. Like your, your health will just start draining. But that's what, that was the issue I had is yeah. that because if you're using the glaive, you want to do a charge attack and they can very easily disrupt that. And yeah. that was where I, I had some frustration. I did use like a couple healing items in this battle. Oh, yeah, I did, too. And then I, I was like, look, this is probably once I figured out the like the way the battle was going to go, like the cycle of it. I was like, I, I should just pop an infinity stone. I'm just going to this is going to take a little while. Um, But yeah, and then I was using the lightning to because I've been playing a lot of that Spider-Man 2018 uh chain through a bunch of all the guys uh you know all the little dudes uh, which will shock them or stun them or you know and then i would go in and and hit their face with the glaive but yeah uh i but i thought the presentation of this boss was just awesome all the way through that's mm. what i was just about to say because <laughs> You have this battle that, like I said, I think on paper, I think the description of it, like the stuff you're doing sounds really awesome. But then in practice, you're sitting there waiting for it. You're you're just dodging attacks until it pulls the sword out. Then you shock it. And then you just hit a bunch of little guys that pop out of them or whatever. But when you actually think about like what's going on, and then when we get to like the last phase, which we see, I'll let you continue uh, about like where it goes from there. I was like, this is really cool. So it, even before we get into the fight, you know, we start with you have to draw the the constellation to bring down Nine Tails, 
And so one, you're doing the same thing you do to bring down like all the different brush gods. So that kind of puts Ninetales mytho- mythologically like in a different class from the other bosses. It's not something yeah. you came across. Yeah. Yeah. It's someone you called down from the sky, like all the brush gods, like he's of that level of power. And he kind of talks all this crap about how like, you know, Yami gave him the ability to be the king of Oni Island. Uh, and so you, you're fighting him. And as soon as you can hit him, hit the sword with the lightning rod, it kind of just zeroes in on him and on that rod the first time it happens. So you know what to do. And then once you get to the end and you only have one tail left, he yeah. reverts to just not a normal fox, still a huge fox, but he only has the one tail and he just looks haggard and old and like battle scarred. <laughs> he's yeah, yeah, he's missing an eye. Yeah. Um and uh, yeah, I love this idea that this more was more frantic too, like cornered just frantic uh, attacks and patterns and stuff. But yeah, I love the idea that this is like a a a fox that has seen a lot and who knows it like I don't think we get its story, but like the idea that maybe like in its last breath or whatever it was in a it was in a battle and it like called uh out to one of the gods to help them and Yami was the one that heard it and gave it power and turned it into this being yeah uh just to be a, a warrior of darkness in the end it's like yeah that's badass that is really badass but it still just doesn't like it's not like a cool feeling in the in the action of what we are actually doing here hmm. i had a ton of fun with this boss fight i really thoroughly enjoyed it but well and it's yeah i think i think enjoy a fight in okami that's that's what i was yeah. going to say yeah yeah i was just um, just you know waiting around for the the move that let me hit it with lightning i'm just gonna jump around uh, for a while i guess after we beat them we get the blade of kusanagi so we get a new glaive Ow. and i was waiting for a glaive because i've got like four gold dust right now well <laughs> at the time i only had two uh, but I didn't put it on the last glaive that I was using because I I had I happened to look ahead and realize we were going to get a glaive after this. So I was like, I don't want to put it on that right now. I'll wait until I get the next glaive and then I'll power yeah, that one up. I've done so that when I got before. that, yeah. And and spoiler, I am really strong right now. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode, the battles are nothing for me right now. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get to that. Yeah, I uh, um, I had to be like. I know there's a merchant somewhere around here that I skipped on the gold dust he was selling because I wanted the the original Fury move, um, and so I had to go like hunt that one <laughs> that guy down and buy. But he had two. I was like, "Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I will definitely be doing the shopping as a dog." We we get our our closing scene that are the the illustrations, the gorgeous illustrations that describe the 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 fading of nine tails and the fading of oni island yeah. that they describe it uh, almost like a funeral where it turned into flowers and sort of just floated off into the sky but at the same time there was a darkness that channeled away that went north and actually met up with blight that we dealt with a few episodes ago blight was yeah. the the Too sword sick. that the, the the yeah the toothpick that the 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 king or whoever had swallowed and Old so, emperor lays around. Yeah, uh, money eyes or whatever. <laughs> Old emperor tooth jewelry. We get a great look at Eason in this, and we we saw him when we shrunk mm-hmm. down yes. before. But this is the first time we've seen him realize in the full drawing art, like traditional art style. Uh, and he looks super cool in this. Uh, but the wildest part about this whole segment after you beat nine tails is Odahime is still alive. I don't know if you yeah, she, it, she was good. But at the beginning yeah. when she makes herself into a bridge, she says, Hey, cross before I die, essentially. Uh-huh. Well, blood still courses through these veins. And we've already lost two like a king and a queen and all these other yeah. people, a priestess. So I just assumed we lost Toby. I assume we were just gonna have another character die. But I guess Odahime uh-huh. is good. She just went home. Everything's yeah. great. It's like we're cool here. We don't need the dra- we only needed the dragon because this danger reared its head, so I can 
go back to not being dragon. Uh, the the part with Isun though does point out, and he did mention this earlier. We only have one more god to meet uh, for for a brush technique, and so when we do that, Isun has said that his journey is over. Then now we don't know exactly what that means at this point. Like, can he choose to just keep hanging out with us or whatever? We don't know. The way he makes it sound is that when he gets that, he will have to return to whatever uh led him to meeting up with us to begin with. I, I think what they're saying here or what he's saying is that once the thirteenth one is found, like this will all be over. Like I like I know it's not over until we find that. And so I think he was hoping it was here so that this would all be over. Um you know like see not, I don't think his I think I not his story in the adventure, but the adventure. Like the this will have by the time this ends, I will have gotten the thirteenth one or something like that. Like I, I was really he, hoping this would be the end of it. He I took it the complete the, opposite. He doesn't want the I, adventures to end. So, oh, like, okay. His pretext for hanging out with Ami is that you know he's trying to yeah. see all of these legendary brush techniques and see the legendary brush gods. And as yeah. soon as he doesn't have that pretext, he has to be honest about like what he's doing. Like he's right. clearly running yeah. from something, and he's just using this as an as an example or as an excuse, as it say, to be like, "Oh yeah, I can't return home or finish my journey until I've seen all of these things." But now it, he's, he's actually said, able to realize that dream, and so he doesn't know what to do once that happens. Well, he, he it says here, with only one power remaining, a tiny frown creased his face. Their adventure was far from over. I just I think like he was like really hoping that see, no, one see would be you're here, you're so phrasing you're done. phrasing it differently. You're phrasing it differently though. You're you're phrasing yeah, he he had a frown, period. Then the narrator is being like, Their adventure is far from over. Okay. Like not to say like it's the okay. end of it. Like that Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh this will wrap up this episode. For the next episode, uh we need to travel north. We need to travel to the the extreme north, mm. as, as they called it earlier, um, we're going to find a town there. We're going to go into a forest. At the end of the forest, there's a tree stump waiting for us. Go into that tree stump. I'm not going to say anything more than that. But do all that. Go Be back into here. the tree. <laughs> Don't get lost. Uh, do all that. Meet back here. We'll talk about it on Shadow of the Wild. <laughs>